Hey, oh, Smelly Bellies. Welcome to episode eight of the Smelly hey. Cast. We're really I've got Phil here on the line, and you know we've just been so excited, prepping. Technically, there's no line. It's all wireless. Well, it's called digital. It's the line. It's the cloud line. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm ready for episode eight. Are you, Phil? I'm so ready. Then tell us. We just start. can't wait. Let's let's start. <laughs> It is the best. That just gets me ready. So, Phil, it's great to great to be talking to you today. Thank you, Mike. It's good um, to be here. Mike, what did we just finish doing? I feel uh, like you need to talk about this. It's a pretty I got a little bit like I I'm famous now, guys. Kind of famous. No, no, legit famous. Like super legit. I did a little bit of voiceover work for my good friend Mike Cook. Yeah. So a kid in my class asked uh, myself and Mike to do voiceover work for him. Not knowing that we did podcasts. Yeah. So it was pretty. It was pretty fun. He's got yeah. a great, uh, a great script. We'll have to link to it when it, when he gets it done. Yeah, for sure. We'll even we can even post it on the Smellycast website. For sure. Funny enough. For sure. So yeah. we we've got some actual organization here tonight, Phil. I know. It's like we. It's like we started all over. Yep. Yep. We're we actually used to do this. We're actually really doing it, but um, I guess. Should we just get should we just get going? Let's do it. Let's okay. not keep them waiting. Well, I have a little intro for this next part, which is movie reviews, but I have a clip. Let's hear to it. To talk about the movie that we're going to review. Okay. Here we go. Get your weapons. Let's go. Go, go, go. Cover your sides. Door. Clean up aisle three. Sabotage. <laughs> so sick. I love that. that Can we do this all the time? That was so legit. That was legit. It was too legit. I know. It's too legit to quit. I know. It took me like four hours to do put that together today. Did it really? No. <laughs> no, that's what I thought. So Sabotage. So I want to yeah. hear your thoughts. All right. So well, I went and saw Sabotage with my late night movie club buddies. Saw it last night. 10-15 showing. Late showing. And, uh, you know, I went in with the lowest of low expectations. Why? Even you told me, Phil, dude, maybe skip this one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you warned me. I did. You definitely warned me. But because my, and this is how it always goes. It, it always, if when my expectations are that low, I, I come away going, huh, you know, it, <laughs> it could have been worse. It had its merits. Definitely could have been worse. And uh, so this guy I work with, Matt, he gives it the review. It's a good, bad movie. Yeah. Right? I would agree with that. I would agree. It's got all of the makings of a great movie. It's got a great cast. It's got really good action. Yeah. It looks great. But it's just lacking in story or the ability to care about these characters. Yep. Yep. Well, and part of that was the direction that they took with the story, and you know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to say spoiler alert here in a minute. But, Spoilers. But um, real quick, another review that my my good cousin Ryan 
gives it is that this this is a Doc Arnold movie. It's a Doc Arnold. <laughs> Doc it's, meaning dark? Yeah, like dark. You know, Arnold's a very dark character here. He's trying to get revenge for his family and uh and and you know, he's definitely this dark character. It's a Doc Arnold. Awesome. So okay. I have some info on this. I, I listened to an interview with Arnold on uh, The Nerdist. Arnie. Incredible, incredible interview. So I'm a big Arnold fan. Um, my good buddy Nate got me into powerlifting and, and body weightlift, weight training about a year and a half ago. And obviously Arnold's kind of the king. And so I have his encyclopedia of bodybuilding. And it's just very interesting stuff. Which is huge. Seen, we, did we talk about it on an episode? I think we probably talked about it. I think we did. But there's a documentary on it called, um, uh, there's a documentary that he made called Pumping Iron, I believe is what it's called. And it just kind of explored the the, the sport of bodybuilding. Uh, but anyway, when he talks about this, I mean, Arnold's incredible. He's seriously one of the most smart and intelligent people. Did you know he was a millionaire by the time he was 25 before he was ever in a movie? Well, so was I, but I mean, nobody's singing my prizes. You're not a millionaire. That's right, because I'm a billionaire. You may have a billion hairs. Mike's got a hairy nipple. <laughs> billion hairs and one nipple. Yeah. No, so he was a millionaire because um, he saved all his money. He talked about how uh, there were a bunch of people who would go to the lake by his house when he was a kid. And while they were by that lake, they would. there was a guy, one guy selling ice cream, and all the people had to walk from around the lake to go back. So he said, hey, look, you sell your ice cream for 10 shillings. I will go sell it. Give me a bunch. I'll put them in a bucket. I'll sell them for 11 shillings for you, and I'll bring you back the money. And he talked about how he would run around and sell like 150 of those a day just on a Sunday. And that's the money he used for his body training and bodybuilding and gym memberships and to save up money. And then by the time he had won Mr. Olympia, he was the youngest Mr. Olympia winner, he'd saved like $28,000, which is the equivalent of like $280,000 today. And he bought an apartment. And then he sold that and immediately bought another one and another one and another one. And they kept growing up until he had like an apartment building with 100 apartments. Really? He's a real really? estate tycoon? He was a real estate tycoon when he was bodybuilding as Mr. Olympia wow. before he even became an actor. And the, the only reason he was doing bodybuilding is because this guy who was this amazing power lifter uh, was Hercules. And that was his segue into being an actor. And so Arnold thought, I can do that. And that's exactly what he did. So he was offered several different parts and then he was finally cast as Conan and then he was finally cast as like Terminator and then from there it kept going. But the crazy thing I learned, do you know what movie he's made the most money on in his entire career? Keep in mind he was paid like thirty million for Terminator three. The the Christmas one that he did? Jingle all the way? Yeah. Nope. Oh. Twins with Danny DeVito. That's a great one. I love <laughs> Danny DeVito. Did you know they're making a sequel with Eddie Murphy as the other twin? No. <laughs> yeah. He was talking about it. Stupid. So it's a great idea. So here's what happens. So I guess he was like that, an Hold on, hold on. That is not a great idea. <laughs> it's a great idea. No. <laughs> so you're going to watch it. You know you are. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So... I guess he was in Aspen and he was like talking to, I can't remember if it was the writer or like a producer of the Ghostbusters, but he told him, he's like, I want to do a movie with you. And he's like, Arnold, you're an action star. And he's like, I know, I want to do a comedy. I want to do it with you. And so a couple of days later, he's like, you know, you got me thinking. So he came back with the idea of twins and um, they went into the studio and he's like, I think Danny DeVito would be great as my brother. And so they went to Danny DeVito and he and this other guy and Danny DeVito 
um, signed on a napkin that they were going to do it, went to the studios and said, hey, look, here you are. We don't want you to pay us. We just want to own part of the movie. So they own 40% of Twins. Wow. And so then they were able to get it made for like, I think, $18 million to make that movie. And it was because they didn't have to pay any of the big actors, and they were able to go to crew and be like, hey, look, and we know you typically make 300000 for a movie, but Arnold's not even making anything, so you're going to be making more than him. How about 120 And they're like, sure. <laughs> so made it super cheap. He's made more money off of Twins than any other movie he's ever made. Wow. So I know it's a segue from Sabotage, but I thought it was important to to point out that Arnold doesn't pick movies lightly, and so obviously he saw something in this that he thought was worth doing. Hmm. Money. That being said, The Last Stand also blew, to my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so I have to I have to bring up what I thought was the lamest line of the movie. <clears throat> Let me give it to you here, as the character delivered it. <laughs> Sorry to rain on your bro down. That was it. This chick said, sorry to rain on your bro down. And she substituted bro instead of ho for ho down. It was the stupidest line. I laughed at it for like five minutes in the theater. Sorry to rain on your bro down, but blah, 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 blah. Stupid. Well. So let's talk a little bit about this cast. So we've got old Arnie. Who's great, but then we've got my main man, Josh Holloway. <laughs> you love Josh Holloway. Freaking Sawyer, and I—I I didn't even know he was in this. Like I yeah, didn't—I I didn't either until I saw him in the movie. I saw it and I was like, "Holy crap! I love that man. He's my <laughs> hero. So I love good. you, Sawyer." And so that that helped raise the 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 star rating a little bit. And uh, Sam Worthington from Good Old Avatar, right? And from Terminator Revolution, or the newest Terminator. So I, yeah, I didn't see. And then, uh, and then so, the ever-classic Terrence Howard. Yep. So, overall, it was a good cast, a decent story. I hate, there's some, there's some, I guess we don't really have any spoilers. Lucky people. Uh, there, there is some abuse and rape. Which I hate. I hate. I just hate that in movies, and I know that it's. You know, most, uh, I don't think it was graphic, though, was it? No, but the abuse was, but the, there was the, there was implied rape, which is still bad. But yeah, it implied rape. I'm just glad the, I didn't have the to. The abuse it. was bad enough. I don't know. I it just, and maybe I maybe it achieved its goal by making me cringe, but I just I guess I'm just extra sensitive to that, and I hate that. So yeah. That, uh, but that, I mean, that didn't affect the score, but overall, I, I don't know. It definitely made it a little deeper and a little more meaningful, but I don't know. Anyway, so, uh, what, what star rating do you give it? I think I told you two and a half. Yep. I, I'm going two. Yeah. And I'd probably drop it to a two now after in hindsight. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I decided on a two last night after seeing it and then i debated it all day today spent a good another four so i spent four hours doing the clip then another four hours debating my rating and uh i settled (laughs) that was your whole work day yeah that was it you know uh solid solid work day done done 
So, uh, yeah, that's Sabotage. So, worth watching maybe on uh, Netflix or... Yeah, television. Maybe a free Redbox. Like, maybe if you're stuck in a hotel room someday and it's on. Yeah. 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 Or or if you're watching, like, an Arnold Schwarzenegger marathon or something. This would be at the second from the bottom. I really would hate that marathon myself. (laughs) Dude, I would love it. Not me. Commando. No. Predator. Terminator, Terminator 2. I'm not saying in order, just my favorites. I would hate the whole thing. Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer, Red Heat, um, Twins. Twins. Kindergarten Cop. (laughs) Jingle all the way. So another interesting thing he said was that, um, he was talking about quotable lines, and he said that, I'll be back. He said he argued with James Cameron. He's like, no, it's it's weak. My character's strong. He would say, I will be back. He says, no, I wrote it. You will say it how I want you to. He said he kept arguing with him. And then later after, it was like the most quotable line in history. He said, like, he apologized to him. Uh, But he said that the... I'm sorry, Mr. Cameron. (laughs) He said the most interesting thing that people... That popped up was our generation. Prior to us, no one quoted, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Now that our generation has watched Predator... That's our favorite line. He's like, no one quoted that before, ever. And now it's a huge thing. It's amazing. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, then I've also in Sabotage, they really, I don't think they had him say more than like five words at a time. The, no. whole, the whole movie. To control his accent. Like, <laughs> just, so it's interesting because you hear him talking when he was like doing Mr. Olympian in the bodybuilding. He would go to acting classes from like five to ten every night and he would also do like voice training and his accent's much better than it used to be really i feel like like it's gotten worse he says it's like much better than it was than it was when he first came here from austria yeah probably so i wonder how the austrians feel about him you know he's kind of like deserted their country and you know he's a politician here and yeah i wonder i don't know Anyway, okay, well, that's, that's Sabotage. And uh, so next we have, this isn't really a way old movie, but we, wanted, we both saw it, and we wanted to get it in here as our older movie to review. Jack so, Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Yep. Okay, so maybe you go first on this one. All right, so I need to start off by saying that I'm a huge fan of Jack Ryan and the Jack Ryan series. Started reading them or listening to them at audible.com last summer. This is my free plug for Audible. You hate those. Cha-ching! <laughs> uh, but anyway, I started listening to them, and Jack Ryan's an incredible character. And I know Mike disagrees with me, but in my opinion, this is the best Jack Ryan film. Better than better than Hunt for Red October. Better oh. than Patriot Games. Better than some of all fears. It's definitely not better than Patriot Games. Definitely better. Definitely not. Way better. Definitely not. Way better. No. No. Yes. You're an idiot. Nope. Yes. No. <laughs> Definitive. So great. I loved it. Okay. So I hated it. I hated it. I think. Now, originally I told you I hated it more than Robocop. Which I hated. Right. I hated RoboCop. Still haven't seen RoboCop. Oh, it sucks. Don't even bother. Okay. Um, I hated RoboCop, but I, I'm going to concede that I did not hate this more than RoboCop. Okay. 
I I don't remember what I gave it. I did I did review it, but I don't remember what I gave it. I'm gonna try to find it real quick. Um, I wanted to love Chris Pine. I love I love him in Star in Star Trek. Right. Yeah. I wanted to love Kevin Costner, and I did. He was probably my favorite part of the whole thing. Was Kevin Costner, um, and then. Uh, freaking Kira Knightley, I could I could care less, but I think she did good, right? So, yeah. All I know is that it was incredible, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, not me. And it was the type of movie where I sit in the theater and I'm like, yeah, this is why I want to make movies. Like I enjoy. No, this film. you can't. I'm no, it was not that good. You are so full of it. <laughs> I'm not full of you it. You are a liar. I was, there and I was like, this, this is the entertainment factor that I enjoy. No. Granted, you don't like action films. Bull. You don't like any action films. Bull. I. You, what was the I, last Terminator you saw? I don't know. That's my point. Well, give you me some other Predator? Ones. Have you okay. seen Predator? Yeah. Have you seen Predator 2? No. Okay. You need to watch it. I mean, I like Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. I'm just kidding. I do, though. It's, I like Transformers. It's good, bad entertainment. I enjoyed it. That's what it is. It's, it's good, bad It does exactly what I expected to do. It's like Fast and the Furious. All right. Well, I can't remember what I gave it, but it's probably like two or two stars but two and a half maybe i i didn't like it i feel like chris pine was not as good as he could have been and the story had holes and just the whole thing was just whatever it sucked disappointed okay moving on no we just talked about the bad a scene spoiler where he literally drowned someone with his foot in a bathtub yeah that was cool it was pretty intense um so I'm done talking about Jack Ryan. It really Jack wasn't. Ryan. But I Leave do want to talk to you about some, some movie. Oh, sorry. Give your rating. Three and a half. Five out of five, Phil? No, really? three, three and a half. Okay. Three and a half is five. So, some trailers and movie news. Have you seen the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle trailer? Yeah, I, I did. And what did you think? I have honestly been very scared since I... Finished. Sorry, I cut you off. Yes, <laughs> you did, but there was I well couldn't help it. Heroes in a half shell, turtle, turtle power. power. They're the world's most fearsome fighting team. That'll be our outro music today. Okay, I like it. Um, so I was honestly very scared because I'd heard that they were aliens and not ninja turtles or mutants, but they were aliens. Um, but after seeing that trailer, it restored my faith in an awesome kick-butt Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, especially mm. just because I'm excited to have new ones. So yeah. to put this into perspective, my brothers and I literally played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles every day of our lives growing up as kids, to the point that we hid it in our trash cans filled with maggots to pretend like they were sewers. That's how we, into Ninja Turtles we were. You remember the slime pie? I know there are people listening to this right now who are just freaking out about a slime pie. I wish I had a slime pie. I had stickers of Bebop and Rocksteady. I played the arcade games. played the stupid Nintendo game with the incredibly ridiculously hard levels that you had to play. And you would drown in the dam when you swim across. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is my jam. And I'm excited. Well, 
I just remembered that we kind of talked about this last last uh, episode a little bit. But I don't know. I'm I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant to like it. Uh, so the next movie news, our good friend Dustin Thompson sent us a link on the Twitter uh, yeah. with talking about this new movie called The Drop, right? Tom Who, Hardy. Who's and? In? Tom Hardy and? And our good old-fashioned uh, Tony Soprano. Tony James Gandolfini. That's it. James Gandolfini. So it's his last movie that he made, and I'm curious. I'm really curious. I think it'll be interesting. I'm excited. Watch the trailer, and it looks good. I feel like um, I'm hoping that he doesn't slip into the Tony Soprano role, and I'm hoping that he stays um, his own unique character. But Tom Hardy looks awesome, and I was really amazed by his accent, especially for him being a Brit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Tom Hardy's awesome. He's so let's, let's also mention one other thing that I think is just going to be stupid. So they've, they announced the other day that Tim Burton is going to be making another one of his movies. Okay. This one is called Poppins. I've heard nothing about this. Okay, well, they've announced that Poppins is going to be the story of Mary Poppins after she left the kids. Ugh. It's going to suck, man. It's totally and if And suck. if he freaking makes Helena Bonham Carter Mary Poppins, I'm going to just crap my pants. It's amazing how I feel like he is the worst when it comes to nepotism in the film industry. It's so bad. Yep. And you know, like, like that's what pisses Say me off. Say hi to my cousin, I, little I know, nepotiz. I know it's going to be her. Yeah. You just know it. And right. and I'm going to pay to go see it. And I'm going to come out of it. And I'm going to be like, why the hell did I pay to see that? I knew it. I shouldn't have. This is a Disney film then? Yeah, it is Disney. Wow. So that's all I have for movies. Okay. So I'm okay with that. I think now it might be a great time to slip in a little cha-ching. Cha-ching! And, We'd like uh, to thank our sponsors at... Tankless.com. Summit Green Manufacturing. They have amazing tankless water heaters, point-of-view systems. You don't have to waste lots of money heating giant drums of, of water, as you've heard us talk about. Smelly Belly is the discount code to get you a 5% off a new tankless water heater that you can update with firmware using a USB drive. Cha-ching! Boom, boom. Check it out. Sweet. So I also have uh, my soda for the night. Now, tonight I'm drinking... I always should put this in front of the camera like an idiot. But tonight mm-hmm. I'm drinking zombie brain juice. This is an Avery's Totally Gross soda. And it's a strawberry orange, really. But they've called it zombie brain juice. I don't really like it. Um, it it's like all the other gross sodas where it's not super sweet or overpowering. But they mix the flavors weird, and I don't know what it is, but I don't, I don't love this one. Um, I've, I'm kind of getting done with the, with the Totally Gross sodas. So they might have to go away until Halloween. Um, I need to stock up. I'm just rocking a Dr. Pepper. Well, Diet Dr. Pepper. Next time you come into town, you should uh, stop by Annette's store and pick up some, some bottles. I'm going to have to do that. So... Next, I want to talk about some television. Let's but, talk. But you haven't seen anything. Nope. So I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I want to give you my take on a few big moments in television that happened in this last week. Does this mean I need to leave? No, you can stay. I won't, I'm not going to give any spoilers because there are okay. probably people out there that haven't seen the, the finales yet either. Okay. So 
My wife and I watched the finale, the series finale to How I Met Your Mother. Now, this show we've watched together for years, and this last episode was an hour long, and it basically sums up how Ted met the mother. And I was a little disappointed. I mean, I think I like that it's over, and I like, I feel like it ended in a rational way. The storyline was okay, but it really just, it felt rushed to me. And I think that they flipped the story halfway through in a way that they should have spread out over like another episode or another hour or something like if they really could have, and it would have been a lot more emotional and I would have given a lot more to it and I would have been a little more satisfied, but overall I get the gist of it and I'm, I'm happy that it's over and I think it ended well. I will the miss reviews, it though. I love, the, I love old Jason Seagal. He's just yeah. my, like, I want to be his best friend. For those of you who don't know, Marshall and Lily are Mike and Nikki. Through and through, 100%. We have, we have heard many times that we are Marshall and Lily. Same people. Even people who've met them in passing tell me that that's who they remind them of. Well, that's sweet. <laughs> High five. Um, boom. No, I thought, thought that was coming to me, and that was to your wife. Yeah, well, next you know. Um, so the next thing is the season finale for The Walking Dead. Now, Ooh. Phil, you got to get caught up, man. I, I have them all queued up and ready. So you probably don't know anything about Terminus, no. but let's just say they got there, and uh, oh, I know that they were holy, holy guacamole! What's gonna happen? You know, like they don't know who they're messing with. Blah blah blah, and I, kind of a weird line to end the end the season on. But I'm excited to see where it picks up on. There was just some crazy scenes, and I can't wait for you to see them, Phil. I wish we could talk about them. Okay, I'll power through them as fast as I can. All right. Um, and then the last thing is that Game of Thrones season four starts on Sunday. I'm excited. So I didn't actually end up making it over to the John Cocteau to watch the opening, oh, but I what? do have. But I do have other news that is probably a little bit cooler than that. You met George R. R. Martin, and he Not gave you yet. a clipping of his beard. I, yes, I have it here. I wear it around a lot in a lock around my neck now. No, so. Um, I was approached by someone um, at the school, uh, a faculty member, and they asked me if I would be like to be a research assistant for um, a new pilot series they're trying to pitch to PBS. PBS? About, yeah, so the reason being is PBS produced a show called um, Skinwalkers, which is based off of a book series. Yeah. Um, that was directed. Stuff. Yeah, so it was directed by, it was, it was basically, the rights were bought by Robert Redford and his son Jamie. And Jamie Creepy. wrote the screenplay, and then it was directed by Chris Ayer, who's the head of our film school. And so they're doing a documentary about it for a gala event in November. And I was asked to be a research assistant to help with the interviews and potentially fly out to San Francisco to do interviews with some of these people. Whoa. But if it You're going to meet some up, skinwalkers. <laughs> or if it does continue to, if they continue to do it, Next is George R. R. Martin in Game of Thrones. Then the next one would be the guy who wrote First Blood, which is Rambo. And the next one after that would be the guy who wrote Longmire, because it's being filmed here at my school. Wow. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Dang, that so is hoping, cool. Obviously, you never know if that stuff's going to work out, so I'm not putting my eggs in that basket. But no, it'd be but pretty it's, a awesome. cool, it's a cool option. That would be sweet if it worked out. Yeah, I'm stoked. Awesome. Yeah. Well, do you have any televis that you want to bring up? 
Archer. Oh yeah, you're a big fan of the Archer. I, I it was recommended to me by our good friend Chris Evans and a lot of other people. Oh. <laughs> just and I just uh, powered through them and uh, yeah, it's very very funny. Very so, yeah, enjoyable. I just I, I watched a couple episodes and I couldn't get into it, but I'll try. If you keep go- if you keep going, the characters start to get more depth and the my I love series that can play off of all jokes and they play off of all jokes throughout the whole thing. Really? Okay. Yeah, like through the whole thing. I'm going to have to try it out. All right, I'm so, I'm convinced. I'll check it out. Well, okay. so we're getting kind of towards the end here. I don't have a lot more to talk about, but I we haven't talked about our our favorite things in a little it's while. It's true. Very true. So I, I put together my list, and I don't know if you put together a list, but... No, but I'm going to think about it while you go over yours. Typical. <laughs> typical. So three new favorite things. Now, this first one. I love this band called Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, is the CD great? Uh, yes, it's great. And you know what? I have a clip. Let's hear it. It's actually the whole song. So we're going to listen to the whole thing. No, we're not. No, but we're going to listen to a bit of it. Here we go. It's called Flicker Fade, and this is on uh, from the Taking Back Sunday album, Happiness Is. It was released March 18th. Here we go, Phil. I I just absolutely love this album. I, I honestly feel like it's the best album probably since Louder Now. That's awesome. Maybe for a long time. Maybe so, since we are your friends. Taking Back Sunday, I love, uh, mostly because of you, but one of my favorite things that we've experienced with Taking Back Sunday was the Blink-182 concert that we all went to. Yeah, yeah. And I lost my voice to Taking Back Sunday before Blink-182. I thought, I thought you were going to say virginity. No, <laughs> no. Because I'm sad <laughs> and a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that album is fantastic. I recommend everybody go and check it out. I will link to it. Um, For those of you that don't use RDO, you should. The web version is free, and uh, the mobile version is fantastic. Is it free now? Because they they were free for a while, and they started charging like eight bucks a month. Yeah, web is free, but uh, phone is paid. Kind of like like Pandora, right? RDO Uh, is my favorite for when it first came out. Yeah, had high hopes. Beautifully designed. Although Spotify has really stepped up their design, they just did a complete new overhaul and uh, across all platforms, and it's really good. It's impressive. So uh, my my second thing that I really like is this new application that my friend Nick showed me, and uh, I I actually have some bad news about it too. But it's called Ness, 
and it's a restaurant recommendation app and it uses restaurants that you you rate and review restaurants that you like and then it recommends restaurants based on what you've eaten previously that are similar to your tastes and uh, it's just beautifully designed I don't know if they have it for Android but they do have it for iOS and it's just it's it's great I absolutely love it and uh, but I just found out the other day that they got purchased by open table and it's going to be shut down like in oh jeez but it's a it's a beautiful beautiful app so I guess use it while you got it people um and my third favorite thing is so i I love cheese so you know how much do you love cheese i love cheese as much as i love my wife (laughs) like if i had to give up cheese or my wife i don't know what i would do like that's that's my predicament i'm glad that she's right there she is she's right here listening i'm getting a glare of course i'd pick the cheese what do you think i am (laughs) An animal? <laughs> no. Um, so when we went on our this cruise, we stopped in Aruba and Curaçao, which are Dutch islands. And when we got off the ship, we were kind of exploring the town. And what did I find? Imported Dutch Gouda. <laughs> nice. I, so I bought a wheel of cheese. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I swear on everything. A wheel. And... We got the black pepper Dutch Gouda, and it was amazing. Changed my life. Like, there is something about cutting into a wheel of cheese that just brings me pure joy. Like, I there's there's nothing else I want to do for the rest of my life other than cut cheese. And I actually I watched this whole video about cutting wheels of cheese and how you should do it. And you're not actually supposed to cut the cheese. You're supposed to... Sorry. You're supposed to break cheese. So cheese has like its own, this like cheese artisan was talking about how to, I'm going to link to the video. It's like, it's, it's a YouTube channel dedicated to cheese geeks. So, so this guy talks about how it's an art form to cut these wheels of cheese. And he cuts this huge wheel and talks about how it's about breaking the cheese and the cheese has its own, his own way that it wants to break for you. Oh, jeez. It's amazing. <laughs> I watched this whole video, and uh, it's so cool. So I've been practicing breaking the cheese, and uh, also I ran out of my wheel pretty quick because I ate it all really fast. And then my mother went to Aruba, and I said, Mom, I don't care what you do. you got to get me another wheel of cheese. <laughs> So she did. She got me another wheel of my black pepper Gouda. That's awesome. Those are my three new favorite things. It's on to you, Phil. Okay. Well, I've only got two at the moment, and I'm hoping the third one will come to me right now. So number one. No, I've got three, actually. I've got all three. Okay. So about a month and a half, no, two months ago, my sister Rachel decided to set up a family chat on this app called GroupMe. Huh. And I was very furious at the time, not because I despise my family or dislike them, but simply for the fact that I feel like I've already got 80 other ways in which this could happen. Private Facebook pages, private That's Google what we do. Hangouts. Super annoying that they did this. So they picked and like a really obscure one yeah, that so like nobody app. uses. And I'm like, so I have the, the, another app to do the things that I can do in other places. 
Uh, and then all of a sudden, I kept getting just text messages over text messages because my family just keeps talking. So finally, I set it up and I blocked the notifications. Can I join but, this app, or is it really like Hudson only? It's Hudson only, but dang it, my brother invited his girlfriend into this. I heard about and, her on the yeah. phone. Well, I, I guess I didn't hear about her. I okay, so I'll stop. just talk about her. So her name's Raven. She seems and as soon as she joined, the very first thing I did was I posted the Imgur meme of of. That's Raven, so Raven from X Men. Oh. Raven from X Men <laughs> and better. Magneto, and she's laying in his bed. And he's like, "I like the real Raven better." And then she changes into like the younger version of her. And then she's like, "No, I said the real Raven." And then it's like, "That's so Raven on the bed," and he's like, "Perfect." <laughs> Love it. I don't think anyone in my family enjoyed that. <laughs> it was perfect for me. <laughs> So anyway, roundabout story, um, I really actually enjoyed the app, and it's given me an opportunity to get to talk to my family more. Really? And What's it called? Group Me? Group Me. It's a free app, and you just log in with your Facebook account, and it's surprising. Grope Me? Yeah, Grope Me is actually the RX-rated version, so be careful with that one. I made that mistake as well. Okay. People people just send you pictures of their hands in a groping motion. <laughs> Um, no, group me. And, uh, yeah, it's been a really good idea. So for any of you out there who are too busy with your jobs or school or whatever it is, I think it's actually a pretty good idea to just have as a way to stay connected to your family and your friends. Yeah, it's clean. It works. They've got a meme generator. I like that it integrates with Giphy for the animated GIFs. Yep. You grab GIFs and it's meme generator with your photos when you upload them as well. So... Interesting. It's pretty cool. It's a good way to stay in touch with people in, in school groups or whatever. Uh, anyway, just a, a silly little app that I thought was uh, worth checking out. Silly. Number two, my dad randomly got my brother Josh a manicure kit. But here's the thing. I saw I, this. <laughs> I'm the Hudson who gets the mani pedis. It's like my favorite thing to do. I've never had a mani or a pedi. Oh my gosh. I had, a, had the nastiest feet for the long time. They just get dry and brittle and they crack like every winter. And so finally I said enough. And in October I started going. Enough! Changed I'm my life. I'm getting a mani pedi. It changed my life. I don't even like cutting my own fingernails anymore. So <laughs> my dad, finally he ordered one from China. So I got this sweet professional manicure. You got that from China? Yep. Does that mean it was a good price? Yeah, so something you should offer on the Dapper Shack or whatever it was. Do you remember that? I had got I an email today about it. It's a great idea. That, um, was, that was one I, of my better ideas. I've got the whole toolkit here, and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. So that's so, my number two. Do we have a way that we could get hooked up with those if our listeners want them? If you want them, let me know. We can do like a mass order, and we can ship them out to people. Cool. I think it would be good. Do our own mass drop. I think it would be cool to do like a monthly, like awesome smelly cast box, something cool that I like and that you like that we send to people. Maybe a soda of the month with that would be cool. Another like how much? Item. How much do we charge for that thing? I don't know. We, the hardest part is the shipping, and we got to buy the stuff. Right. I'm happy to package it and ship it myself. And I think, and I think shipping shipping would be the biggest issue for most people because obviously we're sending a, a bottle of soda. We could do like some flat rate boxes and package it nice and tight in there. Yeah. So I think it would be cool, like a little grab bag. If it's something you like, hit us on the Twitter sphere. Let us know. Interesting. I think it'd be a good idea. Well, we can send out manicure kits. Yeah. Let's 
I mean, by now we will have weeded out the fake listeners. So if you guys are interested in a manicure kit, message us on Twitter and uh, we'll see what we can do. Um, I just got to say real fast that the toenail clippers are my favorite because they're like sideways. So they literally allow you to clip sideways like instead of like... How you're meant to clip. Instead of like this. So you can do it to yourself. You said like this and showed me, but not that our listeners... They understood. You can do it sideways like this. <laughs> Everyone Instead understood. of like this. They imagined my hand in a groping position. Yeah. Grope me. Cha-ching. $100 app. $100 million app right there. Facebook could buy it. Yeah. Okay, number well, three. You ready for this? Yeah, I am. David Copperfield. David, like the magician? I saw David Copperfield. You did? In, Bucket list. In, check. Really? One of the most amazing things I've ever experienced. So I'll just tell you about one trick. Tell me. I'm, cu- I'm very curious. I'd like to hear about the whole thing. Blue mind. So Why didn't up, you tell us this in your trip report? Because I forgot. <sighs> so, so let me just tell you that one of the things that I used to do as a kid is they always had like this magic special on TV once a year. And my family, we would just watch it. And David Copperfield always blew my mind. Penn and Teller blew my mind. We saw Penn and Teller with your dad. Yeah, that was awesome. Why are you giggling? I just can't get the Hudson family all <laughs> gathered around the television to watch the year, the annual magic show. It was great. And this guy once showed me how to like make it look like you stabbed yourself in the eye. You take a coffee cream yeah. and like put it in your hand. Oh. <laughs> like white goop comes out. Don't make fun of the Hudson family. I'm We're not, a good clan of people. It. I love it so much, Phil. You don't so, even know. I, I, I I made the mistake of introducing Mike to my whole family once, and now he doesn't let me let it da- live it up. I love I love the Hudsons with all my heart. I, <laughs> I wish I was a Hudson. Uh, talk to your wife. We can go to Maryland or something. I mean, I love just that. kidding. You guys are all so close, and it, yeah, it's so cool. Anyway, so David Copperfield's always been. So I was in Vegas, and I was like, I want to see David Copperfield. So I. Paid a ridiculous amount of money for tickets to go. And did we you went. go by yourself? No, I went with... Took a date? Uh, I did. I took a date, and I took uh, one it, of her friends that was in town. Was it a, a, a escort? It was. <laughs> no, it was a very lovely girl that I've been seeing. So, sorry, anyway... No, sorry, my apologies to that lovely girl. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of a jerk. She'd probably be super offended. But no! I met her on Craigslist. I don't mean it. classy. <laughs> It just sound that way. <laughs> anyway, so we went, and he did some amazing stuff. But the one that blew my mind, and he even said don't review it, but I think he was saying that so we'd all review it because it was crazy. It involved an animatronic alien sent from Area 51 from his dad in the past. What? And it was like a legit, really good-looking <laughs> animatronic alien. So you believe in aliens now? I do. I'm Coyote. <laughs> You guys will understand in May. Anyway, so so I'll just explain the basic premise of the trick. So he takes, he basically is talking to this alien who can travel through time or whatever, and then all of a sudden the lights flash and the David Copperfield has a poster in his hand. I'm like, okay, that was cool. And he like looks at it, but we can't see what it is. And he's like, oh, this is so-and-so. And I was like, hey, stop. So he turns around with the alien, holds the poster up, takes a picture of it, and then he takes it. Posted on like a giant like board off to the side of the stage with the back facing us. Then he sends us an email and he says, "Don't look at it because we he got our email addresses at the beginning." 
What? He so, sends you, a, like, he literally sent you a legit an email? email? I'm going to send it to you right now so that you have it and you can post it on the website if you want. But legitimately sent us a, an email with this picture. Okay? And he says, don't open the email yet. Let's go through all of this. Then he takes a ball, throws it into the crowd, and he says, throw that back three times. People throw it back three times. And he says, okay, just one more time for good measure. Throws it back to these people just sitting right behind us. And I watch the guy, and he goes, give it to the closest sitting adult female. So he grabs the ball, tries to hand it to this lady, and she says, no, no, I don't want it. So then he takes it and hands it to his girlfriend. And then that girlfriend stands up, and David Copperfield's like, okay, what's your name? And she's like, Annalise or whatever. And he's like, asks her a bunch of information, describes what she's wearing. And then he's like, if you could go anywhere in the world, where would it be? And she's like, Australia. He's like, when would you go? In two months, who would you take? Your boyfriend, that guy. And he's like, okay, come up to the stage. And then he has her write on a paper the name of a celebrity. We can't see who it is. Then she sits down and he says, okay, open your emails. We open an email and it's a picture of Abraham Lincoln. He turns the post the board around. Abraham Lincoln is what she wrote on the piece of paper. <laughs> then he turns the poster around and it's a picture of Abraham Lincoln made of words. And embedded in the words, literally describing her, has her name, the fact she wants to go to Australia, the fact that it'll be in two months printed on a photo that we got prior to her even saying anything. Uh, Blew my freaking mind. Like, I'm not even doing it justice. Blew that's pretty, my mind. That's pretty clever, though, with the emails. Yeah, like, so we, we got it before. Right. Yeah, so... Huh. We gotta send it over, I'll post it. Super crazy, so... Wow. Well, this has just flown by. We, ha- we have completed another episode of the Smelly Cast. Next week, we are going to have a very special episode because we're going to have another uh, guest host. Yeah. Who is it going to be, Phil? Tell us. Dustin Thompson. Good friend, Dusty Thompson. And uh, he's going to help us review Captain America. So make sure you tune in next week, and we're going to have some awesome news and reviews and tidbits and i'm gonna try to come up with three new favorite things for next week i am as well and i gotta go purchase some sodas so all right well let's cue that outro music you ready phil i'm ready thanks smelly bellies see you bellies If you made it through that, you're a true smelly billy. (laughs) Bye. Bye, guys.